welcome to episode 41 of Bruisers Breakdowns and Beards. It is Monday, June 28th, 2021. I am your host, Michael Reed. I'm Kevin WK. Hi. And joining them is the hair metal heartthrob, Dallas Cade. Welcome. Oh, hello. <laughs> this is hello. 3B After Dark. I built. <laughs> Look, I was waiting I, for oh, the uh, Chicago Bulls intro music to hit. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> I don't know if this was in every Chicago high school, but when I was in high school in the 90s, which was like 82 years ago. Oh, um, so. So, so the, yeah, you guys did it all the time. Yeah. Like, so a minute before the fight, like the second bell would ring for class, they would play the Bulls theme song to motivate, <laughs> motivate kids to go to class. So if you're in the halls, all of a sudden you'll hear like, you're like, oh man, I got to wrap this up quick. I got to be on like the third floor. <laughs> and then you got like, you know, everyone, you see everyone scampering to their rooms, but Your school had I, a third floor. Uh, we had four floors in my high school. Yeah. It was an old high school though. My high school is, I mean, it was over a hundred years old. I think my high school was made in like the early 1900s or late 1800s. Jeez. So it was kind of like a a big old, yeah, it's a big old place. So it was like, it was originally like a school slash sweatshop slash, uh, (laughs) might, might've been some bootlegging going on in the the bowels of that school. Oh, that was still going on (laughs) (laughs) years later. Yeah. Man, I could That's still fair. smell that you know, chlorine from the pool and that that they probably never changed out. There was probably chlorine there from the sixties. It was a very I wouldn't call it well, yeah. It was it was a pool in the fact that there was standing water in it. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, we swam in it. I don't feel proud to say it, but you know, it was it was pretty gross. Oh, that's not fun. I yeah. just always assumed Chicago that Public we- School, everybody. <laughs> I just assume that Chicago, like you guys didn't do the Pledge of Allegiance in the morning. You just played the Chicago Bulls like inter- intro theme. <laughs> no, it was a Super Bowl shuffle. We had basically the anthem was like everyone had to name all the bear, all the bears, like from players all from 85. 85. Yeah. Just, bears. That would be a song I'd like to, like if I started hearing I that, cousin, I'd be jamming in the halls. I have a cousin in South Dakota who would love that challenge. He's obsessed with the 85 bears. I Chicago that's that they live for the 85 bears. There will yeah. be no other team than the 85 bears until the bears win another super bowl. Well, here's which, the thing. Y'all just, got Justin Fields now. So yeah, you finally was, have a quarterback again. I was going to say that I was leading into that, man. Justin. Well, Fields hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's, let's see how he does first. I mean, are you kidding oh, me? Here we go. Michael? You know what? The yeah. It's good. The, the kid's, kid's good. good. He's <laughs> what? 70% accuracy in college. Like it's, he, it's was, was he the one that only threw like 300 passes or something in his career so far though wasn't no. he the one that wasn't he's oh, other than trevor lawrence he's like the only oh. one that has any actual experience no the niners got the one that uh the guy that has like yeah trey no lance experience. trey lance thank you mm. yeah okay i'm getting my qbs confused yeah i don't have to worry no, about justin fields anymore, abuse. so no <laughs> we i just hope the bears can protect for another decade the thing yeah. with the chicago bears is they can always get they can they can get good to decent quarterbacks, but they can yeah. never have an O-line that can protect them. Like I right. said, if Jay Cutler had an O-line, he would have been Hall of Fame. I'm just saying that. And yeah. that's me. No, and because like when Jay Cutler, he was the perfect example of someone starting off like with a smile on his face and happy to be there. And then years and years of just getting tackled because they had no smile. It's, you know, he lost his smile like Shawn Michaels. Oh, did he? God. And then he just became pouting, smoking Jay Cutler. <laughs> the smoking Jay Cutler memes are the best. Yeah. The key, I think, to the Bears succeeding with Justin Fields is going to be whether or not they build a the right team around him for Matt Nagy to really uh, accentuate his strengths as a quarterback. Because mm-hmm. Matt Nagy, as a coach, can do it. Yeah. Um, however, their front office, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they need to sell that team. The McCaskies need to get rid of the damn team, or they, the 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 team Brian needs Pace to get rid of the McCaskies. <laughs> That's funny because here we are talking a wrestling podcast and we're already right. covering Chicago sports. <laughs> right. I like it. I like know it. that I'm fluent in football and wrestling. Come at me. You're a former. <laughs> you played in high school, didn't you? I did. I was very, uh, uh, what's the word? 
uh, mediocre. <laughs> what was your position? Well, I was a defensive end. Okay. And that was uh, that was only in high school. In because I started playing the earliest we could in like the public school system was like seventh grade, and they had no idea where to put me because I was like really tall but also really like skinny. So like I did the high school's like summer camp for the little kids and they had no idea where to put me. I think they put me at like free safety at one point, just putting me in the back because I was tall and they thought that I could like, you you know, block SWAT passes or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that did not happen because I have the coordination of a lineman. So (laughs) when I, I was, I think I was a tight end for one year too. I was going to say, you sound like knowing you today, like you have a tight end build. Right. Like that's, I think, I think I now that I've athletically kind of grown into myself, mm-hmm. I feel like I could do more athletically, which is probably what they expected from me, which is why I was a DN because like mm-hmm. I could, I could, there were times I had, I had little glimpses of like, Oh, okay. He can, you know, he can make a play. Um, but yeah. And that like, we just, we didn't have the best coaching. Um, I was going to say <laughs> you are a raw talent. You that's putting it molded. That's dude. That's the one thing I heard. It. I heard that so much from like basketball coaches, football coach. It pissed me off. I was like, I don't want to be raw. I want to be really good. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, we were. Let's see. We were in the Eastern Kansas League, which was like six A, something like that. I think. I think that's what that's called. Okay. And we were like bottom of the league every year. Oh. Like, and and because we went to six A after Bubba Starling, because you know Bubba was here. And he was like superstar quarterback. He was on ESPN. And then he went to go play baseball for the Royals. Um, so, yeah, after that, we went to 6A, just getting crushed. Uh, <laughs> like there was a year, I think it was my sophomore year, where varsity went like 0 and 6, 0 and, no, no, there were more than six games, probably like 0 and 8, 0 and 10, something like that. Um, and then, yeah, we only won like, two or three games a year after that um we were not very good but we had really good players like we had a lot of talented athletic kids on the team um we just had really bad coaching and like in terms of football in terms of form in terms of working out and everything we were just taught terrible form and stuff like that so we had we had a lot of guys getting hurt um and i was one of them like i had this weird uh pinching that started going on with my back to the point where I like couldn't move and stuff. And so, you know, like I can't remember who I saw about it. There was a doctor that like clearly didn't know what they were talking about Um, because they told me that I had like my, like a degenerative disc disease or something. And you can't get that when you're 18, 17, 19. Yeah. Like you wouldn't have developed it fully yet. It's it's not possible. So um, for whatever reason, I like, I didn't know what was going on but I knew that my back hurt like a motherfucker and that I like the impact made it worse. So I stopped playing. Uh, and then like, you know, a couple of years after I decided to go try out for wrestling, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and here comes that back pain again. It's a healthy, it's a healthy I, dude, I did like three rounds of like physical therapy and stuff like that. And I would like, I stopped lifting weights just so that I could, you know, not risk making it worse and mm-hmm. trying to, stretch more and stuff like that and it it was just like i didn't know what i was doing so it was really hard um and a lot of that stuff i still do now because now i'm obviously about you know protecting myself from getting hurt Mm -hmm. and uh i'm at a point where i feel like i'm big and strong enough to do what i need to do in the ring so i'm all about looking the best i can feeling the best i can and not getting hurt um so yeah that's uh it's a very long soliloquy about <laughs> me playing football in high school and mike you played didn't you no oh no. i i i, I <laughs> no. tried out i mean I, my, god bless you for thinking i was athletically for some reason no i thought you like I played did, like do you early know on. how unathletic how many unathletic kids play football in school no i, I was, so many i was <laughs> no i was dude i was so much thinner and skinnier i i was i was really really thin in high school um, I tried out for basketball because I was tall, uh, but I was very uncoordinated. I was like, I was like Bill Cartwright out there. It was just, like, <laughs> I think he didn't have his voice. Hey, what's yeah. up? 
That might have gotten me somewhere, but no, I was <laughs> like, I was he makes really, really uncoordinated. I'm sorry, but Bill Cartwright's voice makes like Patrick Mahomes sound like fucking Frank Sinatra. Like, it's just like, yeah, Cartwright's voice, like, and he was a coach of the Bulls for a while. So he's kind of like a real like swallowing a, glass. So Louis Armstrong kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, dude. It's, it's rough. Like I said, and I bull- think to myself, seriously, that, yeah, look up. we're going to get copyright stricken from that. Thank you very much. Yeah, there we go. YouTube's all over us. Yeah. Damn it. Oh, well, <laughs> dude, have I like my brother played? Uh, he played like one or two years in middle school. Have I told you guys about my brother, my younger brother? He's uh, he just turned 19. He's a freak of nature. He's seven feet tall and he's like 330 pounds. I met him yeah. once at a, he, he came to one of the wrestling shows, like the raw, yeah. like we were, or like it was a raw yeah. or SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a huge dude. Not an athletic bone in his body. He, he Aww. can't do, he can't do a thing. Yeah. So of course me, every I'm coach like, is just dude. shaking their head. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. And I'm just like, you have no idea how good you have it. And he hates it. He hates being tall and he hates like, you know, everybody being like, Oh wow. Look at that guy. You know, yeah. like he's just he's so tall. Yeah, he hates it. Um, and it's just a it's a crying shame. And he he would always get um like just his coaches couldn't understand him because uh he they were like he was an offensive lineman, so they would be like, You gotta block him, you know, like get aggressive. He's like, But what if I hurt them? I don't want to hurt anybody. <laughs> so like football was not for him, and you know. He never got into like sports all that much. Yeah. yeah he just wasn't yeah. that kid, but he's got the size for it. So it's just yeah. one of those things where it's like, ah, you know, it's a bummer. Yeah. I, I tried out my freshman year for, to be on the football team just because, and it's funny. Cause I was just like a, I was just looking for a place. Basically. I, I didn't have, you know, I was, I was a freshman. So I was trying to make friends as a brand new high school. You know, I didn't, right. I a couple was, of my friends went to that school. Cause you know, in Chicago, there's so many high schools, so, yeah. you know, once we got out of, you know, elementary school, it was basically everyone went their separate ways. So yeah. I had a few friends go to the same school. So I joined the football team and passed the first draft, but the, first I draft. never, I, yeah. Cause you know, they, <laughs> they start like cutting people or whatever after. Cuts, yeah. Yeah. I made the first cut. How about that? That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I went to practice and they didn't have us like the, the tryouts. They didn't even have pads. <laughs> So we were just yeah. doing like real, you know, just basic shit. But there was one play because, you know, of course, I was a chubby. I was always been a thick kid. So at least chubby to thick. So they were like, all right, offensive line or defensive line. Just jump on that. Mm-hmm. And they put me on O-line and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And then the thing is, they called a play that somewhat the two guys on the defensive line, one was supposed to block me. They ended up both blocking me. One each grabbed a leg, took me about five feet back and then just dropped me like on my tailbone. I lost my, like, you know, was that when you like, you lose your wind or whatever. I lost my wind yep. and hurt, like hurt my tailbone. I was like, I don't think, I don't think I'm going to make it back. <laughs> and they're like, well, congratulations. You made the cut. And I was like, I'm not going back. <laughs> <laughs> he said no. And my football career was over right then and there. <laughs> for me. Yeah. I can just Dude, imagine so Kev funny. just standing on the sidelines talking to Team Lazy. Yeah, you, you guys listen to this new Rise Against album? Yeah. It was before because <laughs> yeah, so I mean I wasn't into punk rock yet. I didn't get into uh, all that stuff till like the beginning of my sophomore year because I didn't I had Kevin a friend finding his way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was still just like I was a I MTV kid. His blood since day one. So right, I'm like you guys, you guys like Beavis and Butthead, <laughs> you know, shit like that. And my school is it was a what what the folks would call in the day was urban. I guess more urban than my elementary school was. So it was once again it was a whole new light of me going there, and they're like, "What the fuck is a Beavis and Butthead?" And I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's crazy." <laughs> Cause like, I, I guess maybe this, maybe this puts into perspective how small my high school is, I guess, by comparison, because we didn't have cuts. It was like, they'll take who they can get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had cuts. Yeah. And that yeah, might we, be why you guys are winning two football games a year. I know. <laughs> oh no, we know. lost too. And like, <laughs> and no, I it's like, they have a the, dude. So after I graduated, like two years later, they replaced the coaching staff completely. And they had like a former Chiefs player, a former Saints player, like he won a Super Bowl or something. Um, 
and he came in as the head coach. He brought his own coaching staff and he changed everything. And they went undefeated two years in a row. Like as soon as the new coaching staff got enlisted and we were like, well, figured out what the problem was <laughs> <laughs> like um so it, and they also moved back down to 5a so i think that helped a little bit but yeah they the classes have been getting bigger but like i think when i was there there was maybe 12 to 1400 kids um and then yeah the, there would be like obviously there's like the freshman team and then um from like sophomore up i think you're either junior varsity or varsity um, and like some of, there were some people in my class that like got varsity pretty early. Um, but yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I had to like work my way through the ranks. Um, and I like, it, it really sucked when I got hurt too, because I felt like I was going to start getting varsity reps my junior year. Um, and then I didn't because, and then I had to stop playing. <laughs> so <laughs> that yeah. stunk. F but, in the uh, chat. Yeah. I, and what's what yeah i think the reason they threw me there was because like i was a tall long dude but and i wasn't the biggest you know i was still like thin um but i was really tall and i could lift weight like i was uh i was one of i think i was like top 10 for my class in like uh like the when you add together the maxes like mm -hmm. your bench squat and power clean. Um, I don't think they did deadlift. They did like power clean um, as one of the, maybe they did power clean and deadlift. I don't remember. It's been a long time. Um, but I was one of like the top 10, I think. I'm not sure. Um, but I, you know, I lifted a lot of weight. So they were like, all right, throw him on the D line. See if he can push through an offensive lineman, get a sack or something. Uh, and I would, I would every once in a while, but nice. um, it took me, like a long time to start filling out into my length mm -hmm. and i've been because like i'm six four now and i've been six four since i was like i don't know probably 17 or 18 yeah uh, when i first met you oh God, yeah you, you were like about that, that skinny like, like but you yeah. talk about that like that was ages ago yeah that was like five I, years well, ago yeah that's this is like the longest uh you know duration of my life where i haven't grown in the last year you know <laughs> yeah. like I, it was after i graduated i started filling out finally which you know it's usually how it goes like, honestly a lot of people yep, out of exactly. high school start to like really... throughout my throughout wrestling training and stuff i was struggling to break through 215 and then uh not long after nwl closed i just immediately started putting on weight like it was easy and then i started to slow down once i got to like 230 235 and then i got to 240 and then 245 and uh now i'm back down to like almost 230 good on you nice yeah yeah man is, you'll get i mean as long you just got to find your special a, spot yeah and it seems yeah, like 230 i don't know like it depends on it because like uh you have i don't know if this is like super common like for everybody or if it's just my family but like did you guys have like that one final growth spurt like in your college years or like when you were around college age or something like that i did but it was more in the stomach area that yeah really. i think we grew right. out more than grew up yeah well, i I had uh, one of my uncles on my dad's side. He was like six one, I think. Um, and then when he was like twenty four or something, he grew like seven inches, um, and he got to like six eight or something crazy wow. like that. Because he, like he's tall, and uh, yeah, he's exactly how I've been most of my you know uh, adolescence is like a really tall and skinny dude. Um, so I don't know if I have one of those left in me and I don't think it would be that drastic, but it was passed on to your, bro your younger brother. Yeah. You take it from everyone was. else. It probably was, but, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, and it, it's that way for everybody. You know, the body mm -hmm. is a process, you know, once you hit 25, it's finally kind of done growing and maturing. And then you start to really be able to, you know, kind of do whatever you want with it and kind of hit your hit your peak so to speak even though mm -hmm. like your physical peak is like closer to 18 than it is 25 yeah. but i think that's the cruel the cruel irony that god or whatever you know you whatever you want to call it gave us where it was like yeah your peak is down here but your real peak is going to be much later when you it's, it's too late to appreciate how good you had it 
Yeah. You know, I mean, the that's the irony of physicality. I, and if, if I can give one advice to the youngsters, <laughs> I mean, it's just like you said, the more, the faster you discover that, uh, the faster you learn that about taking care of yourself and, you know, trying to find kind of your, your weight with your body size and everything like that, the better off you are. I mean, but I'm finding friends my age now that are finally starting to get probably in better shape than they were when we were younger. Like, right. I think it's never I'm, too late. Yeah. It's never too late to do that. And honestly, I'm seeing, like I said, as time goes on, I'm seeing people age a lot better than, mm-hmm. than what I remember as a kid. Like when I think of like 40 year olds as a kid, I think of right. like old cigarette smoking, <laughs> like, yep. you know, like barely any teeth. Cause I mean like that's people right. didn't take care of themselves so much. And nowadays, mm-hmm. like when you see 40 year olds and stuff, it's kind of, I don't know if it's the shallow hell thing in me where, you know, I've gotten so used to seeing people, but like it seems people are finally starting to take a little bit of care, better care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Cause at this part, it's the shit or get off the pot part of your life. If you're not going to take care of yourself <laughs> at this part of your life, it's not going to get any better and right. it's going to get a lot harder to do. So, I mean, the, the faster you get in shape and everything, or at least to something that you're happy with, because eventually it's all going downhill right. figuratively and literally. So I, yeah. I think it's a culture thing. Like, you know, technology is so much farther advanced, uh, our, you know, medical science, um, as well as just the, like a, a common understanding of like, you know, foods and, uh, exercise and activity and like all that kind of stuff. It's just more ingrained into our kind of culture, I guess. Um, so to where it's kind of easier to start learning about taking better care of yourself and you're more incentivized to do that. Like we actually know that cigarettes are bad for you now, you know, stuff like that. Um, what? And <laughs> I, I know, right. It's crazy. Uh, and I think you see it start to, it's, it's kind of hit that point where it's starting to like show the long-term differences because like wrestling careers are starting to get a little bit longer too, you know, yeah. like guys are still able to kind of, really you know like they're still able to go you know pretty much at a full-time schedule like close to 40 you know or even some people beyond edge and christian look at them 40 yeah exactly fantastic shape yeah and and that was after a severe neck injury and a you know like i think christian's thing was concussions right i don't Um, know christian's just a vampire because he looks the same as he's looked since like 2000 Like since he cut his hair, like the guy's amazing. Like, I mean, both of those guys just like, and that goes back to once again, seeing people, you know, now like age, they just look fantastic. A lot of people are taking better care of themselves because we live in a time mm-hmm. where we now have the information to do that from home, you know, and like meal prepping and all that stuff. Like it wasn't so accessible back then. Right. So, and even like surgeries, like we can yeah. there's so, so many surgeries that we can perform now that we couldn't 20 years ago, especially 30 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, like there's a, there's just so much stuff we can do now that we couldn't before it's time man, advancement, knowledge, progression, so, growth. There's no way to segue Evolution. into wrestling from this, but we no, should probably talk about wrestling. I, you know, we went from like the Chicago the fitness episode the school system. We were like talking about the bears, the high school <laughs> tryouts, high school football, yeah, late growth spurts. <laughs> we're all over the place. It's good times. That's how. That's we, a that's a, a three B classic show. We're gonna be a school unto ourselves, <laughs> practically. Um, no, as you can tell, there wasn't a lot of wrestling news this week. <laughs> At least nothing inside the ring really to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of stuff that happened outside the ring. Um, I'm trying to think when when did all that WWE shit go down? Right, wasn't Hell in a Cell last weekend? Yeah, we talked about that on last. We week. talked yeah. about it. Yeah, so like, I mean, briefly. It. Yeah, I was just I I didn't I didn't remember if it was last week or like two weeks ago. I don't it know. was it was last week. I haven't I haven't um, been keeping too close to tabs on uh stuff because you know we've had more our attention more locally fixated. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into that. Um. I don't know how much of that we're going to talk on this week's episode. I feel like we were going to have kind of a big ramp up before, but I guess it's still about a month away. So we can, we can talk. Oh, we can, I mean, we we can still talk about talk. how excited we, we are about about these matches. Yeah. The matches yeah. that have been announced so far. There have been um, matches announced. Spoilers. There have been journey pro matches announced so far. <laughs> uh, before, before we get into that, we'll, we'll start with the, the national, I guess, national news, global news. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. 
uh, a bigger, wider scope uh, scale news. That was uh, late last week. Uh, WWE made another run of releases uh, to tie in, you know, kind of on par with what they did right after WrestleMania. And I think there was another one in between. There was, there. I was going to say, yeah, there was another one, wasn't there? Like <laughs> Somebody this tallied is like- it up. It was like 50-something releases since Mania. And like you could start a promotion with like all the yeah the as many people and kind of high profile people have been released too yeah you really could um, so it was another I think it was another fourteen that happened late last week and and the 14? kind of the yeah it was, wow yeah yeah it was for so sheesh um, running down the list I, I think the biggest names were Fandango and Tyler Breeze. Yeah, so bummer. The fashion no more fashion police. police. Are, yeah, I don't know. Um, man, as much as I hated the Ascension's main roster run, some of those backstage bits that they did with the fashion police were like some of the best stuff that the Ascension got to do on the main roster. Yeah. Like, oh. I mean, oh. breaks my heart. Sad, but like, isn't that a sad thing to say? But at the same time, it's not to on multiple fronts, how good that but, I mean, stuff was. I, they was it was i thought it was going to turn into something like i was like okay hey, good. you've you know kind of burned through their their run up here and you fed them to everybody now they're getting some some buzz from the fashion police maybe that'll turn into something no no it didn't nope um uh another i guess a tag team i wasn't familiar with cuz i haven't watched a lot of 205 live but there were people really excited about ever rise uh they were let go chase parker and matt martell I again, I they've been doing like a lot of promos and stuff too, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, they, they just were done like stuff the that they posted on the internet and they were doing like weird cameo type appearances on NXT. Yeah, we'll get that one, we'll get to that. that. Seemed weird because it almost seems like there's no plan to any of this stuff. We'll get we'll get to that in <laughs> kind of in a sec. Um, Aria Davari, uh, Tony Nice, uh, August Gray. Uh, the the Singh brothers, also known as the Bollywood Boys, uh, Sunil and Samir Singh, they were let go. Uh, Marina Shafir, Shafir, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Shafir. That's what I was gonna go with at first. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Journey Pro alum Kurt Stallion, um, Arturo Ru- Ruas, Ru- uh, Ruas, 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 Killian Dane. And then uh, former Kansas City Chief uh, Tino Sabatelli uh, was let go. Man. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was a well, chief? that was his rest. Yeah, that was that was a uh, sa- oh god, was Sabi Piscitelli. When was he a chief? He was the infamous. Oh, dude, look look up. I don't uh, remember that. Yeah, that was. I think he was early. I, I feel like he was part of those really bad 2010 Chiefs teams. So that's why we haven't remembered. No, Twenty. I was gonna say twenty ten. We had like, well, twenty twelve. And he was right in that that time frame. I think. When did we have Jamal Charles then? We had Jamal Charles from like oh seven or eight to fifteen. I think it was. Wasn't he? Wasn't Sabatelli a running back? No, uh, Sabi Piscatelli was a safety. Oh, oh. He was. I thought he was a running back for some reason. <laughs> He was like a really horrible version of Daniel Sorensen. Oh God! Like really bad. Oh, how do you get? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, ouch! Oh, um, not this Sorensen is and, like horrible, but and I didn't God. know this, but but I guess he had been released from NXT at one point, signed yeah. by AEW, and then was released by AEW and signed back by uh, WWE and has been released again. Um, huh. Another thing I didn't know, apparently there was a, I need to read up on this. There was apparently a AEW spy for a brief time that was leaking information to WWE and they thought it was him. Like that was a. a that sounds a, like yeah. internet bullshit to me. Yeah, I, that's some weird. I get maybe some Reddit bullshit. Uh, it's what I was reading online this weekend. That sounds so. like some internet bullshit. Um, maybe I'm throwing false information out there. I don't know. I just, I, I thought that was like. A yeah, super see, weird you remember thing. that you remember that capital j 
in journalism <laughs> in I gave journalism. you, it is now a lowercase and it has oh, a little no. dot on top of it. Yeah, that's what that's what happens when you that's spread what, misinformation that's and what fake I did. news I fact from check. the wrestling internet community. <laughs> so, well, you know, if if Piscatelli was not, I I, I, will, I will humbly apologize for 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 the misinformation. Right, I will own I will own my my error. It's embarrassing. Um, yeah, so that was, um, you know, it's, it's, it, I hate to say it's not like the big name like Braun Strowman was, but I guess the high profile, um, this, this was not, this didn't have that, uh, other than Fandango and Tyler Breeze. I think it was a lot of the internet darlings, basically. The, the, yeah, the there's a lot of guys were, that, to be honest, I, you know, Weren't seeing don't know a lot if of they time or... don't know if they had much of a plan for when they picked them up in the first place, right? Uh, like, that's been one of like a lot of these guys are cruiserweights, which two hundred five to line, me is yeah. like yeah, two, well, two, two, it's not like they care that much about the cruiserweights anyway. So yeah, I uh, uh, I feel I just uh, I feel bad for like this is so many people that like and I mean like they made it to the he, dance. He and was now. he was getting some push and then got hurt and then started getting some push again after he came back. Um, but yeah, it's so an, another part of this that, that came out is obviously um Nick Khan there at, at, at WWE. He, you know, he was the one that took over for was did he take over as public or no, he got some sort no, of executive position. He, yeah, he's like a president or something. Might be. Um I'm he's like really high up. He's like he basically what came out, you know, because they made these announcements on like it was like Thursday or Friday. And you know, basically he he is kind of taking the heat for all this. Um, but he's hmm. he's like I don't want to say he doesn't care, but like he's he's willing to take the heat for this. He says, I don't, you know, I I don't care what the plan is or or anything. So I feel like it's a mandate for WWE to trim the fat uh, and to get, you know, which would kind of goes back to the last time we talked about this. Why are they going through all this effort to, uh, you know, I was going to say, I mean, don't and, get me wrong. I know that money. they've had, I know that that like having a bloated roster has been a problem of theirs for years now, but like, this seems like more than trimming fat. Yeah, you know, like now, if, if you've done three three sets of cuts over three months, then yeah, I don't, that's that sounds like a lot. And it's <laughs> it's weird. I mean, on the one hand, all these folks were able to ride out the pandemic and got paid for it. So I mean, it's, that's good I'm, for them. It's yeah. better than this this happening last year. That's true. Um, you know, I mean, it did happen last year. I mean, it did, but not to this. I don't think it happened to this scale. I do feel like no. they've kind of upped it this year. Um, they really it's, stepped it up. It's not, it's not a money problem. I mean, they're getting paid. No, it's not. Between Fox and NBC. And then they, they just had their most profitable quarter ever. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's not entirely a money issue. If you know, if you do think about it, they, they seem to not, or they seem to be done with house shows. Like, obviously they haven't been running anything during the pandemic, but as we're, starting to ramp things up there's no talk of house shows so basically do they not WWE have is, any on that uh do they not have any on the date of or the list of dates all, i believe all of that's been tv really i believe so i could hmm. i could be wrong on that but i believe everything they've they've run so far has been tv and i wonder if that's what is going forward that you're basically trimming down the roster to your your main stars and maybe some backups who are, you know, to cover injuries or cover, you know, people doing movies or whatever. Hmm. Um, but they're just not, they're not running house shows. They're not doing all the non-televised stuff that they used to. So. Maybe that's um, just for now though. Maybe that's just while possibly. things are still kind of uh, recovering. Cause I especially mean, have- like, like, I don't, there's still so many like long-term effects that we haven't, seen or began to feel yet that are are going to be coming over the next six months and then over the next year you know so like i i who knows man there's like there's a lot of stuff that could be in play with all this in terms of like you know financially over the next 
you know, rest of this year or over next year. Um, because yeah, there's so much that could happen that we don't know is going to happen. Um, I don't know. It, it kind of just feels like maybe it's a preparation thing. I don't know. It's weird. It, it still feels weird. Yeah. Um, I don't think we talked about Samoa Joe came back and is on NXT now. Well, that's because uh, the whole internet freaking flipped out about it. Yeah. You know, everybody knew that happened. Um, <laughs> I mean, there was that. And then I guess he they announced today he's also going to be doing some kind of uh, talent scouting hmm. and recruiting. So, I mean, WWE is still bringing people on. They're just – it's weird. It's like they just kind of – sign everybody they can and then when they have nothing for them they just let them go and well like i said um, they're just hoarding talent from you know pulling yeah. talent away from either the indies or from I mean, uh aew yeah i mean it it's funny because you 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 said earlier that like with as many of these you know when you look at some of the cuts that they've made over the last year like you could start an entire new promotion with all of these guys and it would be good and yeah i think you're actually right so like i almost wonder if like it would be the undesirable for another for another uh promotion to kind of prop up out of some of this like not obviously not one on the scale of aew but maybe you know one that starts to get on tv maybe like national tv maybe i don't know i just i feel like ring of honor and nwa like seem to i mean nwa is now all pay-per-view apparently which i didn't know that but even their weekly stuff now is, oh yeah the, yeah powers on, on powers uh, on fight yeah, I, I didn't know that i thought i thought it was youtube or something but uh, it used to it be was yeah then they realized how good it was and they were like no nah, we should yeah, charge for this but i mean see like they can't even get on I had not that anybody, I mean, cable TV, what is cable TV anymore? Right. Um, you know, maybe pay-per-view is not the worst thing. Cause I think it's Witcher like, streaming what, like five is the future. An episode or something. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't, I'm not a fan of the whole paper episode kind of thing either. That sounds horrible. Well, the, the tough thing is then is like, well, if you're big enough to where there's a really high demand for your product, but you're not big enough to where you can get on like a national television network or something like that you know like how are you going to make your money because if you're going to stream i feel like billy corgan's asking that very question right because if you're going to stream it's like you can't like you could charge but then people are going to be turned off by that because up front it's like oh well i don't have, why would i have to pay for this stream when there's this other stream that i don't have to pay for nobody right. does that so it's like it's I don't know like I don't feel like the I don't feel like Twitch ads are gonna make up the lost revenue from you know television ads. So it's I don't know I I don't have the answer to that one. That's tough. But yeah. well, that's uh, why they offer at least in Twitch aspect they have the subs, they have the bits, and people can right. donate. So yeah. I mean I, that helps. I mean Wrestle Circus did it, and they I think they were pretty successful with it. I would assume they had thousand a few thousand people watching their streams. Did they yeah, not? Does Wrestle Circus still run? Uh, they will be coming back. I mean, they keep shutting down, but they keep coming back. Right? No, like, no, Russell Circus is gone. Oh, it's, are they? I, for some reason, I thought they were yeah. coming back for like um, another show. Al, I think mm. after the the last time they tried to reboot it, um, I think there. It, I don't think it was a money issue for them. I think it was just there was some family, uh, there were just personal issues that got in the way of them running. Um, I don't. I've never gotten to the bottom of Russell Circus. I, I wish I knew more of that story because man next I next time on it. dark side of the ring yeah <laughs> uh i loved watching that shit oh man that was so good i'm still that was the best it. thing i had like a i had a, i had a like a night tech job at the time that was you know and i worked the weekends when there was like nothing going on and to just sit there and get to watch wrestle circus on like a saturday night on twitch was just the well, best uh, and um, the i don't know yeah i don't know there's there's gonna have to be something that gets figured out though because you know like i i don't know what like if if things just keep going as they are you know then this is gonna mean um a whole lot of world-class talent are going to be thrown back into the indies yeah and you know that uh, <laughs> rates are going know. up brother like, so yeah rates are definitely going up it's gonna be uh 
it's going to be interesting, man. Cause like now, I don't know. I, I was just looking on cage side seats here and like Tyler breeze says he may be done with wrestling. Like he may just do the streaming thing. Um, Maybe I need, I need to find out with with does does Austin Creed still own Up Up Down Down or does WWE own it now? I don't know. Like I'm curious about it because like that was when everybody heard that Tyler Breeze was released. That was the first that thing was that the was like, biggest thing that everybody was like. Yes, what and as somebody who's down? into that shit, yes, that's the biggest thing that I thought of was oh no, Up Up Down Down. <laughs> left right mean, left right. What are you talking about? That's what he's exactly um, exactly. You know, Miro, when after he, I don't think he's been back on since. So it's, uh, that's what made me wonder if it was like WWE was now owning or subsidizing it. I mean, I don't know. Uh, and that's also why I think Austin Creed has been pushing to get on or is now a G4 host and stuff like that. That's the, and the other part of this is people, it's like everybody that has interacted with up, up, down, down or something is like gone. Mm-hmm. now outside of austin creed and you mean you I, find an organic way of getting yourself over without without wwe's knowledge how dare you you're gone i mean zach he got they all got zach ridered pretty much and uh i, I don't they think, didn't stick around for 15 years before they got fired oof. Oof. but i don't i i can't imagine that uh xavier woods is happy with this and oh i no. don't know so especially like and he posted he posted yeah. something about it. He said something along the lines of like obviously, you know, uh it sucks that I'm not going to be working with one of my best friends um because they've been uh right there with each other since like FCW. Um but uh he said more than sad I am for him to lose his job. I'm I'm excited for him for the limitless possibilities that he now is presented with and about you know the the freedoms that he now has that he didn't before and stuff like that which you know is another another part of the whole big giant uh amalgamation that is uh a pie chart of life so there you go man i don't know i got real weird yeah, real philosophical at the end there i didn't know where to take it bro yeah he so just, just kept going said something said something like that well you can't just you can't just have a sentence that the ends you know in the middle of the sentence you got to have a comma and a period or an exclamation point an exclamation point or a question mark you got you know punctuation uh so i feel i mean i feel really good about all those folks where they're going to end up i'm sure tony nice and his eight abs will show up somewhere <laughs> wherever he wants to go um kurt man i hope i hope we see kurt again like i i, I know he'll wrestle somewhere i, I know he'll go to texas He's going to be successful um, wherever he goes. Yeah, yeah, I'm yep. not I'm not worried about Kurt Stallion. That that dude, like I say, he can he can go roam Texas for well, before pandemic, he, like seeing him and uh Gary J having match of the, probably one of the best matches of the year at Anarchy in what yep. it was in January or February, like set the bar January, for the yeah. year right mm-hmm. before pandemic hit. And it was like, yeah, seeing them have that match I know he's going to be just fine. I mean, we've seen him wrestle. I, I, you know, thankfully yeah. through journey, I've seen mm-hmm. Kurt Stallion wrestle many more times than I probably should have. And each one has been a treat. So, I mean, yeah, dude, he's going to be yeah. just fine. I really, it's, yeah. I got to see him in Dallas several I'll times. That. It's not like the Indies aren't going to welcome him back with open arms. If open he arms. chooses to go back to the yeah. Indies. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, and along with, with the, the talent that was released, uh, there was a, a WWE writer. Let me get her name correctly here. Um, Kenise Mobley. I, man, this, this story blew up really quick. Like she did a podcast interview. I'm not sure with which podcast, but basically she talked about how like she got hired on for her writing ability, but having no wrestling knowledge whatsoever. Like she didn't know what character she was writing for. And she didn't have a, a wrestling background, but she's an accomplished writer. And for what television? I believe so. Mm. Yeah, I, I guess we touched I on say, this last I, week. I believe it was it. I thought it was, I think we touched I, on it last week at least so. as far as mentioning. I think we joked that, about she had just done the podcast interview. Yeah, we were, this is we before were, the hate came. Yeah. So of course, WWE fans kind of lost their wrestling fans shit. in general. Actually, I shouldn't. Well internet 
WWE internet, internet fans, IWC yeah. internet or what was it? There you IW, go. Whatever. Uh, lost their minds over it and couldn't handle the thought of why why WWE wasn't hiring fans to write for their show. Which, <laughs> to be fair, I think I I know we've we've levied our fair share of criticism at, at some of their creative choices, um, but I've never thought it was is necessarily a writer problem. I thought it was a Kevin Dunn problem or a Vince yeah. problem. Or it was, yeah, it was at the top. Like the writers did what they could because we yeah, talked, because that's why we, we, I think we talked about it in the past of like, you know, celebrities doing writing for the WWE and like just different people who actually like, you know, that Dude, weren't even, I didn't you know, know that the actor who played the live action, um, Fred in the Scooby-Doo movies. Yeah. Freddie a, Prince Jr. Yeah. Freddie I Prince did Jr. not wrote. know that he was a writer for them at mm-hmm. one point. I was like, oh my God, that's so crazy. Like, but once again, it was um, probably, you know, they were pulling it and no one questioned his fucking credibility. You know, and it's it's bullshit. Uh, but you know what? I mean, every industry has their fanboys, fan people, and it's it's fucking annoying. Right. <laughs> There's no reason to attack someone be, for for any of that. It's not they didn't have the choice of getting hired or not. They didn't hire themselves. Don't get mad at someone for trying what to get a job. Tell for them to say to... no to a job. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and especially. And, and... Yeah. Sorry. I mean, again, it's, you know, how many of us go, we, we get hired on for a job because we have certain base skills and then that job will kind of fill in the blanks Yeah. from there. So, you know, I mean, I'm sure it'd, it'd be nice to hire a writer who's a wrestling fan, but they don't have to, as long as they're, they're writing. If WWE hasn't proved anything over the years, is that they're not, they're not making a wrestling TV show. They're making a, this is like, true sports like entertainment sitcom, you know yeah. they're making a show that has wrestling matches in it and honestly yeah. half the time those are so formulaic at this point you can fast forward through them if all you want is the the tv-ness of wwe yeah um so like i i i don't i'm not sure what i, I feel like if i went back and listened to what i said last week i probably made some sort of comment about her not having any wrestling experience but at the end of the day like she's hired to write for a tv show i mean mm-hmm. it would be nice exactly. if she if she had wrestling knowledge but um uh, i don't think it's required. It'd make her job easier for her yeah, for sure yeah but at the end of the day she's that's what wwe hires her for like the people going after her shouldn't be going after her that you know wwe and, is the one you need to lob the criticism yeah at if and if you're doing. if you're one of these people that's like oh why don't you hire you know fans of wrestling like have you met fans of wrestling? Have you met yeah, some of the fans? That's the first. That's first. Yeah, that's the first uh, point. Uh, but another thing is that, like, and this is, you know, you don't know what you don't know, and some people don't know that they don't know something, right? You know, like some people think that they have it all figured out, and they're usually the ones that are going to throw hate at a writer for taking a job or at WWE for hiring a writer that doesn't have prior wrestling knowledge. Like you don't know in the slightest what it's like to work there or to do that job. You've never done it in your life. You've never done anything close to it. So shut the fuck up. I'm like, (laughs) you know, I've been like quote unquote in the business, whatever for four years now. And I'll be the first to tell you, I have no fucking idea what it's like to work there in any capacity, in any role whatsoever. So if I don't, you for damn sure don't. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. Bottom line. <laughs> I, the way I see it, and it's like, you wouldn't be at a concert. You chill. Yeah. <laughs> think of someone, think of someone at a concert yelling at the band on stage, being like, that bass player doesn't even like your band. And it's like a touring bass player or something like that. And it's like, all right, cool fan. Do you, would you have rather had me hire you? You want to get your 
ass up on stage and you, fucking play you're, bass you're, for five songs. Yeah, you're by the fucking stage and you start yelling at the sound tech guy for not having the audio levels where they fucking should be for the band or whatever. That happens yeah. way more often than anyone would think. Out of my ten years of plus of playing music live, That's, dude, there's always these fans <sighs> that think they know the shit. They would go to the sound guy and be like, "Hey, the bass doesn't sound good enough. You should turn the bass up." The sound guy has gone to school or at least right. has much more experience than you'll ever have. I don't care who you are. You're just enjoy the show. You paid the ticket. You're not here to work. You're here to enjoy the fucking show. In this case, you didn't buy the company. You don't choose who they fucking hire. <laughs> right. Some people, and you don't, some you especially don't criticize. So they can tell somebody that they think they know better than them. That's why yeah. some people buy these fucking tickets. It seems. Yeah. And you don't, nothing's ever good enough for them. Shut the fuck up. Well, God. Don't, we're going I, on a soapbox here. I know. No, I've just, I've heard too many stories from former WWE writers about how, you know, they, they basically said like, trust me, if you're, if you, the fan have thought of something, we've thought of it already. We've pitched it and it's been shot down. Mm-hmm. Like they're right. You know, they talk about they're writing a show mm-hmm. and, and basically the way the WWE is structured, they're writing a show for Vince. Like mm-hmm. Vince is the, the be all end all of, of, yeah, he approves what goes on television. So if you think it's shit, like the buck stops there. And unfortunately, as creatively inept as WWE can seem at times, it's still making money and that's all they care about. Yep. Like they still not, get their sponsorships, they still get sell t-shirts. Yeah, it's not, yeah. it's not, and that's not Dude, the writer's fault. Stop, oh, God, stop those for t-shirts. a second. Oh man, for a second. T-shirts. think about how many ideas there have been that we never knew and never will know about because they didn't make it past Vince or because they didn't get approved for TV or, you know, for whatever reason, think about how many ideas were endless. pitched or got all the way up to where it was about to happen. And then for whatever reason, last second didn't We've or seen it. something like that. Dude, think yeah. that's nuts. And yeah, the most recent is Alistair Black. Just how many things like that have existed and we don't even know. And think about that. That's the creative process in general. I mean, if you're yes. creating something, no one but you are going to know what could have been and what should have been, you know? But that's the thing. And people need to realize, and I know, once again, we're just kind of kicking a dead horse here. I mean, <laughs> my, my main thing is just don't harass someone who was put in that position. They have no... Yeah. This poor, uh, this poor person has been harassed. Um, they posted, you know, every morning for the last five days, I've been waking up to messages like this from people and it's people hitting up her, like her website just to harass her. And it's, you know, they're not making themselves look good, especially with their grammar. I mean, this is how, you know, it's just like when someone's calling you stupid and can't even form a popular, a proper sentence, I think it really kind of, it's the hypocrisy there. But just, it's not worth harassing a, an absolute stranger because just because you can in front of a monitor. Nobody deserves that shit, and it hurts everyone long harder than you know. And it's just fucking get help, man. <laughs> if you're if you're over the age of zero, if you're over the age of walking, you got to know that whatever actions you do in this life affect other people. And if you can't see that, get yourself some fucking help. So that's my soapbox. Sorry. Uh, in layman's terms, shut the fuck up. <laughs> wow, we really we went we went from such positive like local Chicago sports, high school, all that it's, to where know, like we just the, hit like the, that's okay. We're hitting that stuff now so that we can pick it back up again. Well, and and people ask like, why don't you guys talk more WWE? This is why we don't talk more WWE because we get do people genuinely somebody. ask that? Yes, I not recently. We've had it I, not recently. Okay. It. We okay. have had it in the past. Okay, I thought I was. I thought what you were talking about like since we started like three no. B that we've had people come into three eh, B and being like, why don't you think we? Because in my opinion, we've been talking too goddamn much WWE. <laughs> we always and but the thing is, like like Mike is kind of alluding to, we we all it always kind of so, soils us or not soils us, sours, <laughs> sours, sours us. Thank you. It doesn't doesn't make <laughs> me piss myself. Soil that. Soiled I talk it. about WWE and I just Soiled shit myself. It. Yeah, Soiled that happens. It. Sorry. It, you know, it's it's really <laughs> it's just because we wanted to do better. We I mean we grew up with it. We wanted to succeed. We all kind of I mean, once again, I mean we we don't know exactly because none of us work there, but we have an idea of what's going on and we it's still we're not gonna spend our time 
fucking like I'm not going to email Vince McMahon and and send him a poorly grammatically sent letter and being like, you guys, you guys suck, you know, and well, just see the idea of the Internet wrestling fan of the dude uh, from South Park on the computer. That's yeah. people like that are why that fit that stigma about wrestling and its fans exist. It's because yeah. of people like that. So I want you to think about that South Park guy and think about you and your behaviors and your actions. And I want you to tell me honestly that you're not that guy. Well, yeah. I certainly don't think any of our listeners are that guy. No, our, our listeners, listeners are not that our guy. Our listeners are highbrow enough. And if they are, <laughs> I'm going to have a talking to That's with them, with you. Go see, go see Dallas at the merch table and be like, I... If you come up to me and you own it and you acknowledge your wrongs, then we'll be okay. But if you come to me and you're going to be stubborn about it, putting your ass through a fucking table. Choke slam. It'll hurt. Yeah. I'll make sure. (laughs) No gatekeeping, y'all. Come on. Wrestling's for everyone. Life is for everyone. Don't fucking be a dick. So... Uh, man, we ran we ran long between the high school sports talk and then WWE. Yeah, we've got about five <laughs> minutes left before we hit the hour. <laughs> we'll talk all. So I think what we'll do is we'll we'll save the Journey Pro talk for another week. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. They That's have fair. they've announced several matches already. That gives a uh, whole another week for more hey, announcements. <laughs> yeah, Dallas, we're gonna hey, have Dallas. so much. Hey Dallas, yeah. have, 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 I don't you haven't had a a match announced yet for for Journey Pro, have you? No, I don't think you're. I don't think you're booked posts. Yet. No, I don't think you're no, booked I yet. I don't, I'm not even booked. So, so that's my. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm I'm not, not even booked. booked. <laughs> I love that I guy. Can't read. R.I.P. in peace. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, think what we'll do is we'll we'll hold off another week because I, I I do feel like Journey Pro's got a few more announcements. They they have to. There's no women's yeah. match announced. Right. Where the fuck is Dallas? Seriously. Well, there's yeah, Dallas's match too. Or 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 Dallas just isn't booked because fuck me I guess or or you're, it's just another scramble that you that you booked. They haven't Dude, to the, you back imagine, to the Niners. No. Can you imagine after all that shit? I would say you're the scramble champ now. And because now of well, think about it. There's been two scrambles now since December of nineteen that I haven't been in. So that's true. I like, dude. Can you imagine? Putting me back in there, like it, it wouldn't make for good drama. You know why? Because I'm a shoe in to win that I think fucking we're, we're, scramble. You'd have to be the, the you'd have to get the Christian Rose spot. You'd have to show up like the last. You <laughs> yeah, like the true, mystery yeah. spot. You have up to get late, that. like this is degrading to me. I'm like I'm over this shit. You get the you get the Rey Mysterio spot where you show up and everybody's like, God oh, damn it! Expecting Daniel Bryan <laughs> yeah. again? Hey, hey, is he working right now? No. You, I mean, he's a free agent. Boy, I'm texting Walter when this. Uh, oh boy, this I haven't over. heard that. Come to think of it, like he's kind of just hiding out in the, in the fucking. Can woods, you imagine if they tease Daniel Bryan and then Dallas K comes out? You will get. You Ooh. will get. Yeah, you'll get booed Remember out of the fucking, building. I, My career I, will be over. I'll never forgive Ben Miller for teasing <laughs> us uh, about the possibility of somebody from AEW showing up at that Journey Pro show. That um, you got to work. You know, oh, he yeah, he him. worked us good. He worked us good that week. I can't remember. I, I need to go back you and to that know. episode. You had to know. <laughs> well, that was that was right about that time that they were showing up at random indie shows. Yeah, it was a time um, when they were kind of still recruiting. And Journey Pro had a wrestler who shall not be named was on the card uh, yeah, at that yeah. time. That was yeah, we yeah, yeah. We, we were we were there for that. Yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> so. Yeah, but yeah, Ben worked. We will worked, save the journey good. days or the journey, the journey talks for a later date. We do, yeah, yeah. we do need to, we need, do need to kind of do like a retrospective of, of the first journey pro run and, and where the, the new, the new run is going to be. Oh, we got plenty of time. I, I we got a month before the, the show. I was talking about the, the match announcements. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we're gonna, we'll do that next week too. But no, I mean, like we'd had uh, that email, our, our email submission from, from Mike. He talked yep. one of the suggestions was like a kind of a retrospective. So you might have to do something. Like yeah, that. we'll have that. We'll have that in the works too. So this was this was our filler episode for the week. And then next week will be all journey. For the Pro. week? We do multiple episodes a week? We should do multiple episodes Since when? a week. You know what? Uh yeah, I'd like all to right. see the time that you guys create for that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You guys act like I don't have anything but time. <laughs>
Oh, I mean, you know, there's only so many Pokemon to catch. Come on now. You got to have some time. In wow. Okay, Mike. You know what? It's not like you work out in a barn or anything. Okay. <laughs> once, you know, I can only do that so many times a week before heat exhaustion kills me. <laughs> Come on now. Let's be, let's be logistical here. Um, anyway. It's only <laughs> <laughs> we're getting we're getting into Missouri goodbye territory or the Midwest goodbye territory. It's Missouri goodbye. What are we gonna give each other? Yeah, no, the variant. Missouri. I'm not Missouri. giving it to Missouri. Yeah, no, Fuck yeah, that. That's the, that's the variant. Speaking of which, keep uh, wearing a mask, y'all. <laughs> Missouri's kind of ruining it for everyone, so please keep wearing a mask. Uh, get yourself vaccinated if you're not, because seriously, this get Delta variant is for pretty God's legit. sake. Yeah, just do it. I've been vaccinated. Stop gatekeeping vaccination. <laughs> Jeez, come on, peeps, get it done. Anything else, Mike? No, I think that's no, it. You know, I should I should pimp out our uh, our socials. Oh, uh, yes, oh you should you? I should. I probably should. Well, where were you just now? Were you Dude, even brain, here with really us in the pod? He just like I, rebooted while we were talking on YouTube. <laughs> we like, were, what was he thinking in that moment? We were I sitting there. Damn thing. Yeah. We were sitting here. He blue screened like, in front of us, and it was just like, nope, nope. I really was like, I got reboot. Son of a thing, man. What a it's what a, this is a it's it's a Monday, folks. It's a Monday, so um, you know, feel free to hit us up on on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Three B Wrestling Pod. Uh, you can also email us at Three B Wrestling Podcast at Gmail dot com. Yes. Shout out again to the person who has sent our email address to where we're getting all those damn like spam bills. <laughs> You know, for Norton antivirus and all sorts of random oh, shit. I don't know who it, did that. Unless really you're going to do that, then feel free because it is oh, free. Yeah. So, that's uh, right. It's yeah, free. hit us up. Three ninety free, um, baby. It's, I, it's, it's been like a couple. I feel like we had like a couple weeks where we just kind of have random episodes, and I'm really excited for us now that Journey Pro is getting ramped up and we're getting matches and like. I think we're going to get back into the swing of things and it'll be a, a little more exciting and less uh, free form. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Cause then, you know, before, even before journey comes back Anarchy's coming back too. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I tried, I've been trying to get a hold of Matt Jackson to get him on the show before. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen before Circus yeah, Maximus, but maybe, maybe a post-mortem on Circus Maximus. Post-mortem. Uh, yeah. Like after the show's over. That dude post mortem means death. Like the it means that like a, after post, the show has happened. Post circus maximus then maybe hey, a post mortem. Right, not not like, yes. Like post mortem is after death. Who's yeah, dying at circus the, maximus? The events ended. That's, Find that's, out. That's the term. <laughs> Jesus. How Speaking morbid. Of- we should we should give them the website, but make sure you guys follow uh, on Twitch TV, Twitch.tv slash Journey to Anarchy. About to do that. Good job, I'll get Kev. You to it, You're man. Such a goddamn stud. <laughs> the number two, so it's Journey to the number two Anarchy. Uh, they're going to be showing Circus Maximus for free, as well as the first Journey Pro event there for free. Yes. However, once again, like I said earlier, if you got you know the the means, I'm sure there will be donation links or something like that to kind of take care of who you want. But man. Yes. If you're not going to be able if to get into those not. shows, that's the next best thing. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot planned for that website. Make yeah. sure you go ahead and follow. Circus a lot Maximus and 78 Weeks for free. Seven, yeah. And uh, 3.90 free on twitch.tv slash journey to the number two anarchy. And don't feel bad if you couldn't get into uh, that Journey Pro event. Uh, 200 tickets, tickets sold out sold in an out. hour. In an hour. It was like 80 something minutes, 85, minutes. all of it, 85 minutes. So uh, just over that's, an hour. That's, that's awesome. That's Almost awesome. 78 minutes, which was they were they've helped. Yeah, they were trying to shoot for 78 minutes mm-hmm. and uh, uh, they missed it by a few. I so. love that Walter's genuine thank you is that he didn't have to fly her at the raw show before right. <laughs> before the event, <laughs> which is perfect. He's like, now I don't have to fly her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so it's uh, it's starting to get exciting for local wrestling again um, it is very i'm um, looking forward to it we're now we're now four weeks out from from journey pro so it's gonna be holy shit um, i know right i'm gonna poop my pants good god yes <laughs> you're gonna soil yourself <laughs> soil that
All right, let's get out of here. Midwest goodbye, y'all. All right. Uh, fellas, anything to say before we, we depart? No. We no just said it all. Midwest goodbye. I don't know. I uh, might have something. Something might have popped up. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't assume anymore. Something popped up when in the last five minutes. <laughs> get us out of here. Stranger things have happened. So with that, <laughs> folks, God bless you if you're still listening to us. Thank you so much if you listen to us. Uh, we appreciate you. We will see you again next week. And as always, later, nerds. <laughs>